First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. This author says, as an Oriental, I am bemused. Apparently, Asians are supposed to feel demeaned if someone refers to us as Orientals. So she's saying uh, she's okay with it. Yeah, but good luck finding a single Asian American who has ever had the word spat at them in anger. I know. Because the definition is describing where geographically. I get it. Yeah. I don't know why these words become offensive, but they uh, they they are. And the minute somebody says they're offended by it, we all kind of. Uh, and I don't think this these really apply to the uh, to the R word. Um, that one kind of stands alone as one of the upper echelon words that we all should know. Schumer should have known better, and he's out ap- apologizing. So, well, he's, his spokespeople <clears throat> are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Angelo's right. out there apologizing for him. <laughs> Tom, uh, I wanted a drum roll for this, uh, but apparently nobody wants to find a drum roll around this place. Tom from Little Falls is back for the first time in several weeks. Yes, I've been uh, busy, and... Uh, you must have been uh, building uh, a house or something. What's going on? No, I I had other stuff going on, and uh, okay. sometimes right. I just slept in. Okay, all right. It's not like it, it's, it's so bad. Tom is such a regular when he doesn't show up on the phone. Uh, we're like, where we're the concerned. hell have you been? Well, I I'm still here. But anyway, all right, all right. All I right. know I know or knew people that worked for. American Association of R Word, and I just looked it up. That was the official word until 1992. So that's when they took away that word. Now you're supposed to use something else. But I knew I had heard it. Well, the the, uh, the you're talking about ARC when it was ARC. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, uh, uh, hey, I heard it. I knew people at work there. So I looked it up. And it was, but 1992 was when they officially stopped using that word. Okay. Thank you, Tom, for that bit of, uh, bit of information. I am still here, and I still do have a big mouth. Okay. All right. Tom from Herkimer, thank you so much. Little Falls. Oops, sorry about that. Tom from Little Falls. <laughs> it's been so long. Okay. Okay, Bye. Tom. Thank you. I think that's when part of their branding went from, it went from ARC to The Ark. The Ark. Remember that? Yeah. 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 Uh, and Juliet said the same uh, thing here. She said the problem is that the hypocrisy is shown by Democrats wanting to give him a pass. If it was a Republican, they would crucify him. Um, I, I guess, you know, but I, I don't think anybody would be losing their jobs over this. It was it was said in a in not a derogatory way, whether it was Republican or Democrat. But she's probably right. Uh, if it was a Republican, uh, uh, these same Democrats that are saying give him a pass. But I, I back to what I had said earlier, I kind of think it goes both ways. Well, it does. It, it, I, I agree that it does go both ways, but um, I wonder if uh, on one side it's a little tongue-in-cheek because it's like, well, if we said it, yeah, you right. would be so upset with us. Right, right. But anyway. Uh, County Executive Anthony Paceni is uh, in the OD today, and you can read uh, that um, as he's responding. He'll be on the program on Friday morning with us, uh, responding to some of the uh, comments. Incendiary, would you feel is a fair word? By Tim Julian yesterday. Yeah, if the uh, impression of Tony himself wasn't any indicator of that. Uh, yeah, he kept, Tim kept doing impressions of Pacenti. I guess I didn't and, catch that. You said that at the well, end of the interview, it. and I, I was like, well, I missed it. Whenever he would go like, like yes. that low groan voice, that was That, that was, was his, his impression Pacenti. of Tony. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> um, you know, I don't know at the end of the day, though, that um, that an interview like that is going to make the relationship between Tim and Tony any better. 
Right. Right. So do you end up accomplishing? What do you accomplish out of that interview? Um, for us, it's like fire, a fireworks display. And whenever <laughs> Tim comes on, that's what it uh, that's what it is. And as he said yesterday, I make no apologies. This is me. It's who I am. So. And did you? And feel then like, he, kind of, and he came yeah. after me pretty hard yesterday too. <laughs> yeah, like you, you don't ask these questions of Tony. I mean, the humming, the humming, um, the humming, the humming thing. <laughs> Listening I, back you know, to I that this morning, I went. I didn't yeah. catch. That. I have to. I have to go back and. Uh, I I wanted to hear it again uh, well, because I, think I know it, you it referenced I, it afterwards too. Asked, why didn't you ask about his his race? But I, and the problem is when you when here's the thing. Tim is very good at, at throwing nine things at you, ten things at you. Yeah. So you're it was you're, a diversion. You're trying to de- debate item number one, and he's thrown two, three, four at you. Yeah. So then you're dealing with that over there. It becomes a it's a great way of uh, of fighting with somebody, but it is not a civil debate by any well, means. And I and and what I was answering to him was, what, there there was a difference between Pacenti's. To my recollection, the Pacenti uh, raise. Came all at the same time where they were. There were raises given to bring the, the sheriff. Everybody, everybody came up, and if you remember, Dave Gordon used it against um, the town clerk and and against. Oh, Sandy! Do you remember? No, no, yeah. but but I think Tim was saying this was after Dave Gordon. This was this past twenty twenty. He got a cola, which which is a step, which is basically like I see a step increase. I think all county employees are eligible for that. To me, that's different. When everybody every if everybody every year gets three percent or whatever it is, it's different. And 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 the problem is, I don't know enough about when I got to go back and research some of this stuff that Tim is throwing at us. So I I can't. But if if Tony Pacini came out. In May of last year, and asked for the legislature to approve a raise for him, I think we would be criticizing that. Right? Yes. I do. No, there's no question. This is not we're criticizing Palmieri. And that's what I was trying to say. Uh, but, you know, he threw out two or three more things and then said the humming a line. <laughs> I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Tim Okay, Julian, you're on the phone next time. Piece of garbage. <laughs> Um, He's probably man. not even a Mets fan. His fireworks. Oh, <laughs> low blow. Jumping on the bandwagon. His fireworks uh, were preemptive of the uh, celebratory fireworks in the state last night. Uh, New York City, end uh, of the pandemic fireworks. Well, don't we have fireworks tonight? No, I think it was last night. They had it, last night. It was last yeah, night? Yeah, it was la- last oh, okay. night. Yeah, it was at 9.45 in downtown Utica. I, I know. I, I saw that Syracuse was doing it. I saw we were doing it, but I thought we were doing it a day late. But, um, but all right. So does that mean that there there could this be because, fireworks in Proctor Park this year? This is this is fireworks because we hit 70%. Yeah. Right. So and it's interesting. <clears throat> Good point, Andrew. They've already preemptively canceled July 4th fireworks in Utica. But we can have... Uh, a random, just celebratory Tuesday night, celebrating uh, the seventy percent because Cuomo did something, and we. Like I don't it. know why they've canceled the fireworks. Everything you can do outdoors. Why would they have canceled the fireworks? It'd be interesting if they make a one eighty on this. But I thought it was kind of a bit early to be making the announcement that they were canceling fireworks. I mean, they canceled it. it we we were coming <laughs> out of COVID. We were coming out of this I stuff. Know. I do think though that it is a um, it, it that COVID has become the big excuse. Yeah. I don't oh, want to. Yeah. I don't want to oh, do yeah. this because of COVID, and we're not going to be able to. Do, you know that fireworks thing is such a pain in the neck, and right. I want to do something else this year on Fourth of July. So let's just say we're not going to do it because COVID. of COVID. Disney just announced yesterday that they're uh, returning to their fireworks displays. 
Oh, that's cool. Which are gigantic, right? And they Every do all their night. own fireworks. Yeah, yeah. They, they I, I, I forget what the statistic was, but I think they use like, uh, I have to look it up, but it was a, a large amount of fireworks daily because they, they, they shoot them off when the park opens, when it hits the top of the hour, you know, when somebody celebrates a birthday. I mean, they, they, they use fireworks for everything there. Um, Nagel is bringing yeah. up something. Uh, it's exactly what I was describing here. Um, and the way to defend this is you stop the person. Okay, yeah, Dave, you stop the person and say, all right, I'm giving you three points, but we're only going to debate them one at a time. Let's go to your first point. And you have to stop them. And I didn't get the opportunity to do that with Tim as he was pelting me with <laughs> with uh, with issue after issue. Uh, Nagel says it's called the gish gallop. It is a term to describe in which a debater attempts to overwhelm an opponent by ex- an excessive number of arguments. <laughs> a gish gallop, otherwise known as a Tim Julian gallop uh, here in Utica is <laughs> well, what we call it. Here's the interesting thing, because I do think Tim knows his numbers and he knows his stuff. He's a county so legislator and, and he should. And, he's a, and, and it helps that he's a, he, he has done budgets. He's a former mayor. Sure. So he understands the way, the, uh, the, the way things work. Now, Paseni will tell you. He does not understand what's going on, and he's incorrect, and you'll hear about that coming up on Friday, I assume. <laughs> by definition here, as you mentioned, it's an attempt to overwhelm an opponent by an excessive number of arguments without regard for the accuracy or strength of those arguments. Now, in just in my opinion, I think Tim usually does have accuracy and strength in an argument. I would know, because I can't research the ten things he threw at me. But it struck me as odd, and I, I, I wanted to say something. In that argument the on, the, on the Paseni raise... Is is deceiving. That's a deceiving argument. Yeah, and and the the money he talked about for codes, the two hundred ninety two or three thousand right. dollars, he made it sound like the city of Utica lost that funding and the county ripped it away. What we were told by the county was, uh, we moved it into another category in the budget, but it's still in the budget and they still get the money. But if you listen to him make the point, because he said, who started it first? Who who was doing the bad faith negotiating? Right, right. Because they took that three hundred thousand dollars and moved it. The reality, the, the, though, the is, county is saying we, we we put it in a different category, but they're still getting the money. So, it, it, but if you heard it, it made it sound like, well, wait, why would why would they take three hundred thousand dollars of money away? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and but anyway, we, and we love having Tim on again. It's it's always better to have both of them in the room at the same time, so the other one can respond to an issue that I'm sorry, I don't know anything about. I I don't yeah. know anything about it. So, which is what we do is we'll go back and try to research something and and come up. Sometimes we're able to research on the fly, but not when 20 things are being thrown at you. Thank you, Nagel. Good point. Um, uh, So fireworks were last night, I think there were seven locations around New York State because the state has reached 70%, which I think the CDC announced had actually happened um, the day before, but we we had to wait an extra day for the governor to... Confirm that it was real. And, so, and somebody brought up an interesting observation to me. So we had known, and this has been, you know, we had gone back and forth about, well, is it really significant? Well, Governor Cuomo's daughter was supposed to be married on June 12th in the governor's mansion. But this person had pointed out to me, I don't see any evidence that the wedding took place. So is it now that it's going to be this weekend, now that we've hit 70% and, you know, you know, the attempt at having good optics is, okay, now... There's no restrictions, so we can go forward with the wedding unencumbered. I, I don't know how you just works. say, okay, we're going to do the wedding next week instead of this week. That I mean, if it's at the governor's mansion, 
You know? Yeah, but you have invites and uh, you have. Well, that's how, true. How would you be able to the, do that? He's saying there's no evidence that the wedding took place. It was supposed to be on June 12th, but if you if you search uh, uh, Cuomo wedding daughter wed, uh, there's no there's no difference. There. All right. Well, I'll let you run down that rabbit hole if you don't mind. <laughs> I'll uh, be distracted for the next 20 minutes. The end of COVID uh, means new changes for concerts, sports, and shows in the state. What does it mean? Indoor and outdoor stadiums, theaters, arenas, concert venues, and event spots of any size can now operate at 100% capacity with every seat full, regardless of whether everyone is vaccinated or not, according to Governor Cuomo's office. Well, that, that is huge, and that does bring out a significant change. We were doing the vaccinated section and non-vaccinated section. Yep. Uh, now it's really like pre-COVID. You could sit anywhere with anyone. That is correct. You do what yep. you want. Um, I, I say you can until you can't. I, I do kind of wonder at times, uh, what if you know we go back to difficulty in the fall? Are they going to try to throw this, these restrictions at us all over again? Um, let's hope not. Yeah, but well. uh, but that means that means things like UC college, uh, hockey games, football games. Yes, it means uh, comets, um, everything back in play. Uh, so you can you can get your get back into your season tickets. And good, look, if the if the virus comes back in the fall, good luck getting people, especially those who are <clears> vaccinated, <throat> to put a mask back on. With all this debate about. When Fauci said what and when did he say yeah. it? And this study think, shows it wasn't transmissible through uh, all these other things. Good luck I do think a mask. lot of that um, depends on where you go. There are still some places you go and you'll see a lot of people still wearing a mask. Yeah. Um, and they do still require it at a doctor's office. I have a doctor's appointment today and I had to go through a whole health statement. You got to fill out all this, this paperwork and declare that you had the vaccine and everything in order to be able to go, to, go into this doctor's appointment. I find that a little interesting. I was asked yesterday to put one on at Utica City Hall. I went in to pay my water bill. Oh, you were? Yeah, okay. we well, of course, yesterday we got paid. It Did was, you fight the person? Did you? No, fight? it was a police officer. I wasn't. Yeah. Uh, he you were going to fight him? No. If it yeah, wasn't, though. Not. If it wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't in the mood to get my butt kicked yesterday. So he just said, can you please put the, will you please put a mask on? And uh, he had like a little stack of them behind the counter. And I said, I've got one actually in my pocket because I wasn't sure what the rule oh, was. Oh, so take the free a, one. Take the, the oh, free yeah. one. I got to bilk the uh, city of Utica <laughs> for their right. free masks. Today is National Fudge Day. Um, can't eat fudge with a mask on. Um, what else? A, a woman who judges guys by their restaurant choice. Do you think that uh, has any accuracy to it? I th- maybe. If, uh, if for well, instance, if he's taking you to Wendy's for dinner, right? If your first yeah. date is like, uh, mm. yeah. yeah. You might have. Well, that's the thing too. Is that issue. you know that's why women are always like, well, I don't know. Why don't you pick the first place? And you're like, oh, great, here we go. Yeah. That's test number one. And uh, then and then you take them to the nice place, and they're like, well, I was just in the mood for maybe something simple like Voss's. <laughs> you could have told is, me uh, that before. They're like we're at the what is it? What is the Turning Stone? The Mayflower or something like that? What is it called? Wildflower. Wildflower. Yeah. <laughs> the Wildflower. The Mayflower. Eating above. like it's 1492 here at the Mayflower. <laughs> Uh, a new Gallup report finds that workers in the United States are among the most stressed in the world. 57% of U.S. and Canadian workers report being stressed on a daily basis. Does this um, sound familiar to anybody? Anybody, uh, Angelo, you dispress... Uh, There's no question. Are you... What's the word again? Sorry. Are you stressed? Uh, moderately. <laughs> then you're not if if you if you say it that way and if you had to think about <clears throat> it uh 57 of americans say they are stressed out at work 
Um, a golfer was arrested on the course after a fight uh, at a qualifying event. The fight erupted on the green between Austin Daly and Luke Smith over Smith suggesting to Daly that he help look for lost golf balls. Does that make any sense to you? No. It was apparently a wild fight, and it got very aggressive, very unlike the game of golf. Uh, and the man who was arrested after bragging about drinking stolen wine during the Capitol riot found out he was running for the wrong political seat in the middle of an interview. Um, here is Jason Riddle finding out from NBC10 Boston reporter Catherine Underwood of his mistake. This is a, a weird story. Get back to work. I get, that should be the, the slogan I'm going to go with. In the long run, if you're running for office, I guess any attention is good attention. I think it'll help me. We'll keep my promises and make some changes. I thought Ann was a state representative. No, no, no. She's in Washington. Oh, well, I guess I got to run against that then. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No clue, huh? Zero clue. And a dad broke a world record by completing 1.5 million push-ups in one year for charity. Now, wow, that's an amazing feat. That is really impressive. Is there before and after? Is this guy ripped now? The guy's name is Nate Carroll, and over the last year, he has done 1 million... Five hundred, uh, one million five hundred thousand two hundred and thirty-one push-ups. Is that is that over three hundred push-ups a day? How many a day is that? That's your You'll have to do the. Uh, well, yeah, it would definitely be. I oh mean, yeah. Do, divide that into three hundred and sixty-five. Somebody, please. That's yeah. Hang on. That's a. It's one point five million too, right? You just call it one point five million. So. Wah, wah. Divided into 365 is a pretty impressive number. Here's audio as he does his last one. Wow. I was so off. Yeah, it's way more than 300. It's over 4,100 a day. Yeah, that's incredible. Does this guy work and have a family? Um, yeah, he's a push-up artist, and um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he does. I don't know. Think about that. So now do a little more yeah. a little more into that. So let's say on average, how many push-ups could you do in a minute? I mean, remember, you're doing 4,000 a day. Is that what it was? 4,100. 4,100 yeah. a day. So it's 171 an hour. 171 push-ups per hour. My God, you'd have to spend the whole day doing that. And you got to have eight hours in there for sleep, at least six hours. It's crazy, right? Uh, anyway, he's broken the Guinness record. Uh, I'd like to know, was Guinness there all along? Were they following him all the way along? Probably not. No. So there's, you know, it, he must have paid the money to be able to get the, the record. Guinness has kind of changed the rules on it. Um, I'll recall that uh, Leon Etienne... Uh, we watched him break a record, and it never went into the record books because they, they couldn't verify it. We sent them video and everything. They were unable to verify it. And this guy gets it, and they're, they're trusting the 364 other days out of the year that he was doing all those push-ups. It's a lot of push-ups. 